Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Every now and then, we believers need to be rescued. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. That's true now more than ever, but let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com, find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com, follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Pennsylvania and Peru. Listen out for Red Pill Torah on a radio station near you. You know, these days we follow several news sources that helps us to discern the times that we're in. Now we know that what's happening in our area may not accurately represent the experiences of other people in other places. That's true, Daddy. We should know what's happening in the world, to the extent that we can. Sometimes the stories we hear are clearly mixed with opinion, political bias, and agendas. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we can discern from the news story what's happening and sometimes not. Details can often be lost or disguised in the opinions of the reporters and the writers. What we can tell is that many of our important institutions are being shaken and the ways of Elohim are not respected as they once were. Mm. That disrespect may well turn into harassment and oppression over time. Over the history of Elohim's people, there were many times in which we found ourselves in need of a deliverer. Now, because we can read about these times in the Bible, we can rest assured that our Elohim can and will deliver us when we need him, regardless of the situation. Now, Second Peter talks about examples of Elohim's people needing deliverance. Reading from Second Peter chapter 2, verse 4, it says, For Elohim did not spare the angels who sinned. On the contrary, he threw them down to hell to be detained for judgment. And he did not spare the ancient world. On the contrary, he preserved Noah, a preacher of righteousness, with seven other people, and brought the flood upon the world's ungodly people. And he condemned the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, reducing them to ashes and ruin, as a warning to those in the future who would live ungodly lives. But he rescued Lot, a righteous man who was distressed by the lawless ways of those evil people. For the wicked deeds which that righteous man saw and heard as he lived among them tormented his righteous heart day after day. So Jehovah knows how to rescue the godly from trials and how to hold the wicked until the day of judgment. You know, I noticed that all of Peter's examples of Elohim's deliverance come from the Torah, God's instructions. There were many times in the scriptures in which we read about the Most High delivering his people. Now, I would say that the precedence can be found in his Torah. The first deliverance Peter mentioned involved fallen angels corrupting the lineage of humankind. Genesis 6 tells us that these beings who became involved with human women produced offspring that Elohim did not authorize. Other ancient writings give details about how these hybrid humans threatened mankind producing giants and beings that we hear about in mythological stories. Now Genesis 6:12 says that all flesh had corrupted its derech, or its way of living, upon the earth. Elohim's deliverance came through judgment on the entire world. He sent the great flood, 
erasing most of life on earth. But Noah found grace in the eyes of Jehovah. Check out Genesis chapter 6 through chapter 9 for the story of the flood. For now, remember that Elohim delivered Noah and his family, and his deliverance was not a surprise to Noah. Uh -uh. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 7 tells us that, By faith, Noah, after receiving divine warning about things as yet unseen, was filled with holy fear and built an ark to save his household. Through this faith, he put the world under condemnation and received the righteousness that comes from faith. In Luke 17, Yeshua compared the days of Noah to the day of the Lord, the fearsome time when he, Yeshua, would return and be revealed to the whole world. Because we recognize that these are the last days, we need to be clear on this warning from the Messiah. Luke 17, verses 26 to 27 says, Also, at the time of the Son of Man, it will be just as it was at the time of Noah. People ate and drank, and men and women were married, right up until the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. So Mama, putting it all together, we see that everyone except Noah and his family was going about their usual activities, doing whatever they did, and they were all completely surprised by the flood. Let's compare this to Yeshua's last day's parable about the ten virgins. You can find that parable in Matthew 25. Now, at least in that story, all ten of the virgins, waiting for the return of the bridegroom, had lamps. If any of these virgins were like the people in the days of Noah, they wouldn't even have a lamp. That's <laughs> true, Daddy. In both stories, there were people who simply didn't know what time it was. Because they were not in the know, they were not prepared for the plans of the Most High. He has a direct or a way of letting his people know what we need to do. Another example of this is regarding the next person mentioned in Second Peter. That person was Lot, Abraham's nephew, who chose to live in one of the cities around Sodom and Gomorrah. Before we get the details on Lot, Genesis 18 gives us a look behind the scenes. Abraham and his household were recovering from their circumcisions when Jehovah appeared to Abraham as three men. At Abraham's request, his wife Sarah prepared a meal for them. After the meal, Genesis chapter 18 verses 16 through 19 says, The men set out from there and looked over towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to see them on their way. Jehovah said, Should I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? Inasmuch as Abraham is sure to become a great and strong nation, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed by him, for I have made myself known to him, so that he will give orders to his children and to his household after him to keep the way of Jehovah and to do what is right and just so that Jehovah may bring about for Abraham what he promised him. These verses give us insight into the derech, or ways of Jehovah. He chose to tell his friend Abraham about the impending judgment of Sodom and Gomorrah because he knew he would instruct his children to keep the ways of Jehovah and do what was right and just in Jehovah's sight. Abraham wasn't even in Sodom, but his nephew Lot and Lot's family were there. The judgment was not a surprise to Abraham, and it was not a surprise to Lot. Please read the story of Lot in Genesis 19. Among other startling details, 
You will see that Lot knew the ways of the residents of Sodom, but he chose not to adopt them. Mm -hmm. When Elohim made the decision to destroy the cities, the angel of Jehovah told Lot to leave and take his people out of the city. Lot went to get his sons-in-law, but they thought he was crazy and refused to go with him. Evidently, it looked like any other day in the city, nothing special. Lot was so slow in leaving that the angels of Jehovah took the hands of Lot and his immediate family and physically pulled them out of the city. Verse 16 says that Jehovah was being merciful to Lot. So, we know that the judgment on Sodom was not a secret to Lot. We need to know that because Yeshua compared the world at the time to what it will be when he returns. Now, reading from Luke 17, starting at verse 28, Likewise, as it was in the time of Lot, and this was Yeshua talking, people ate and drank, bought and sold, planted and built. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. That is how it will be on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, if someone is on the roof with his belongings in his house, he must not go down to take them away. Similarly, if someone is in the field, he must not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. From the story of Lot, we understand that his wife left Sodom, but Sodom never left his wife. She was told to leave and not look back. When she looked back, she accepted the judgment that was on her city. Imagine having deliverance from the judgment of Elohim, but choosing to identify with what he has condemned instead of running for your life. Talk about a bad decision. That started out as just a day in a neighborhood, and then it turned into that neighborhood's last day. So what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and stay as close as you can to the wickedness that the Creator has condemned without giving in to it? Or would you take the red pill, come out from among them, and refuse to touch the unclean thing? Only you can answer that question. We know that these are the last days, and the wrath of Elohim is coming. Also, we have examples of Jehovah Elohim's deliverance in His Word. There is no reason to be surprised about what He does to deliver His people, even when the danger is from His righteous judgment. He delivered Noah and Lot. Both men were described as righteous in Elohim's sight. As for Abraham, he never came near the judgment. Genesis 19 verses 27 through 29 says, Abraham got up early in the morning, went to the place where he had stood before Jehovah, and looked out toward Sodom and Gomorrah, scanning the entire plain. There before him the smoke was rising from the land like smoke from a furnace. But when Elohim destroyed the cities of the plain, he remembered Abraham and sent Lot out, away from the destruction, when he overthrew the cities in which Lot lived. Many believers are sure that the Father will whisk us away before things get too bad. The scriptures give us patterns of Elohim's deliverance, though. The two we looked at today show our Elohim delivering His people through dangerous times. He warned them and gave them instructions to follow. As they did what He said, they saw Elohim's deliverance. Not one of His people was surprised. The idea of not being surprised is especially important for us. At the time of this recording, the fall holy days are approaching. These times have prophetic warnings for all of us 
Now we hope to talk more about Yehovah's deliverance on our next podcast, but that's all we have time for today. Please read over the scriptures we shared and discuss them with a friend. Thank you for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Torah, where you can handle the truth. truth.